Hey everyone and welcome to the Just Chatting podcast, a podcast discussing all things fitness, well-being and mindset, hosted by yours truly, Jessica Banhan. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Just Chatting podcast. I am joined by my fellow, I want to call you friends. I feel like we're friends now. (laughs) (laughs) Met once, besties for life. (laughs) Besties for life, literally met once, had a chat, and it's just been like, just history ever since. But um, that is the incredible Grace Mannion. So Grace, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. No, thank you so much for having me on. It's so great to chat, even though you're in sunny Marbella and I'm in the UK. (laughs) Well, from what I can see, it's still pretty sunny there, that sun coming through there. So a little bit sunny at home. But yeah, very different changes to seniors compared to when we last saw each other, Um, which I'm so, so excited to get stuck into this podcast um, episode. So firstly, let's let's kick things off. Introduce yourself. Tell people if they don't know who you are, because guys, if you're not following Grace, why you not following Grace? Um, like I actually think before you actually talk about yourself, I'm gonna try and remember where and how I came across you. Like I actually genuinely don't know that. It was obviously some point last year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely probably when you were like going to if you were kind of like probably just in prep, but you I think you might have been in your off season at the time, so some point last year. But yeah. um, like I've like I was you know glued to your stories for all this year because you've been through so much in terms of like you've moved countries uh, for the first time you've this is your first time living out of home I think as well if I'm right yeah. um so you moved out of home you started your coaching business um you've competed um three times this year in the space of like what less than two months I think so you've had and just an insane 2021 so far and it's only bloody October so still more than you can achieve um but yeah I'm just really excited because as I said like um, for anyone that's one like Grace, someone I, I've definitely looked up to since I started following her. Her journey has just been incredible. She's very authentic and just real, and there's no BS. That's what I love about her. And I think even when we met for the first time, when I was over in Manchester, we just clicked. We've got each other. It's just absolutely been incredible. Um, since, but yes, for the people that don't know Grace Banyan, who is she? <laughs> oh, that's a brilliant intro. My job is to work. I don't need to introduce myself. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, yeah, so my name is obviously Grace Mannion. I am an online coach from Dublin, Ireland. And like you said, I only started online coaching just before COVID. I think it was the same situation as yourself. Um, but previously, I have uh, years of personal training behind me. So I got my personal training certificate in 2017 after dropping out of college because I didn't enjoy what I was doing um so I did PT for around 2018 2019 um and then I went traveling and when I came back I felt a little bit lost um and I kind of went and did a completely different job had numerous jobs outside like yourself as well um Mm -hmm. outside of the fitness industry and then when COVID hit, I realized um, that my passion definitely lies in fitness and it always has done. Um, I have a very heavy athletic background. I've been doing sport my whole life. My family um, is very, very sporty. So um, it's always been in my blood. And um, I basically just picked up the PT and I realized that I wanted to help other people as well uh, with their journeys. And um, so I've just kind of fell in love with that, doing the online and obviously with COVID and stuff, it was really, really hard to do one-to-one PT. Um, but I've just been able to work with more and more people and not have mad hours like PT as well. So um, it's been really, really nice working for myself. Um, I absolutely love what I do. Uh, don't get me wrong, it is very, very t- tough being uh, a business owner. 
but I absolutely love it and um, yeah I've been doing it for a year and a half now um, and yeah I moved over to Manchester then in April of this year and that has just been that has just changed my whole entire life so I was living at home through COVID and I'm sure a lot of people listening to this are probably you know they've, they've been at home through COVID and it can be very very stressful um, especially if you're working from home and you're doing you know working for yourself um, and you're just in that environment all the time it can get very overwhelming so I moved to Manchester in April with my boyfriend Ross it was the first time we moved in together and yeah I've just excelled from there so I competed this year um, and yeah I've just honestly the last few months have just been probably the best few months of my life but also the most difficult have been the most challenging uh, but I've grown so much as a person and I'm really really happy over here um, in the UK so that is where I'm at. Oh my god I love it that's a really like it was just it's like it's like you've rehearsed this or something so I'm like it just came out so natural as well but I'm like oh my god like that's just like the perfect like oh uh, yeah like the way like just the way you kind of spoke it just kind of like flowed perfectly so yeah I absolutely love it but um I suppose like to really kind of kick things off we'll probably just start with the whole like obviously look, there's so much things I definitely want to dive into and what you kind of like brought up as well because again those are the key um parts of you and what makes mm-hmm. you know grace but I suppose let's talk about the competition side of things because obviously that's been a big part of 2021 for you you have you like like the because obviously you were for the like obviously like I'd love to know let's go back because you did compete in mm-hmm. 2019 if I'm correct that was your first show so you know, to the girl that was like, you know, interested in fitness and doing PTs or whatever, like what, when, do you remember when you decided, Jesus Christ, I'm actually going to go on stage? Like what, what, how did that come about? It it was a weird one because I remember when I started working as a PT, I told myself, no, I'm never going to compete. Looked competitors, I was like, not a chance. Um, I didn't understand it. I didn't know why people were doing it. I would look at people on stage and be like, oh, well, that's that's not me. I was doing a lot of sport at the time. So I played uh, basketball very heavily uh, in college and school. And I also played Gaelic football, um, which I absolutely loved. But unfortunately, I suffered with a head injury. So in 20, um, what year was it? 20, I think it was 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. Um, I got a concussion. So um you know, ladies football is very, very physical, all right? Yeah. People not, but it is. And um, I suffered with a concussion, which had me in hospital for like three to four days. Um, and I had suffered for years and years following that, which meant that I couldn't run anymore. So that was completely off the cards running. So my boyfriend, Ross, who I'm sure many people know, Ross from Us Mentors, he is a bodybuilder and uh, he just kind of got me, I was always doing weight training, but he really got me into it then and I just invested all of my time and energy that kind of same competitive nature in me just came into bodybuilding and training and stuff like that and physique development um so as I said yeah all my time and energy was spent doing that and I mean all of it like all I was thinking about was going to the gym I was leaving college lectures to go to that um and then as well working as a PT so I was just immersing myself in it all um and then I think it was, I started with Larry Doyle. You know, Larry Doyle? Yeah. Um, so he had a lot of competitors at the time and I always looked up to them. I was like, wow, they look amazing, do you know? And I wanted to see what I can do um, because I am very, very competitive and I like a challenge. Um, just just that's in my nature since I was young. But uh, I never thought I'd, I'd want to, you know, compete, use the competitive nature in competing. Like it just, it just seemed mad to me. Like why, 
why were people like getting judged on their physique like is that not does that not make you feel so terrible about yourself but I just wanted to challenge you know see what I could do and um Larry Doyle prepped me and he's absolutely amazing he's very very health focused and he brought me through my first prep and it was really tough because I was working a nine to five at the time mm-hmm. um, but I managed it incredibly well um, and I really really loved it so um, that that was in May of 2019 and I was still a junior at the time so I'd only just turned 20, 22 um, and yeah I came second in my first show and then I came first in the PCA show that I did um, and then I took a big long off season of two years um and yeah I just knew I wanted to compete again like I absolutely loved it um you know post-show I think is is quite hard and and even prepping is hard but there was something I just loved about it I loved the challenge and through COVID um and stuff like that and taking the time off um I came back then and I started working with Cal Mm -hmm. the muscle mentors um and I just knew I wanted to to prep again like the experience was so rewarding for me um it's not the same for everybody you know not everybody is going to compete and 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 enjoy it but it really really did for me and uh I knew I wanted to do it again um in different federation in the UK with lots more people and not more competition um because again I just want to be up against the best I want to compete and I want to get challenged so um yeah competing over in the UK uh, was then my next goal so yeah I competed three times this year um after two years away and uh yeah that's pretty much how I got into it I'm still a very very competitive person and it showed this year how competitive I really am and uh I didn't place as well as I did in my first show and I actually ended up crying backstage and Cal was there and I'm like I'm sorry I just it's in my blood I just I hate losing (laughs) you know and it's always because it's always been that way since I was growing up in playing sports in school like I always like people from school would probably tell you this but like I would always do really really well I would always come first or second or you know I was always on the winning team and when that when I was in competing and I didn't win it killed me so um it's just funny how things kind of as you said shape you as as you grow up um how those kind of values and and think those traits that you build in, in school and stuff transfer into into things like that but yeah that's how I got into it um and obviously my boyfriend is a massive uh massive influence because he's a bodybuilder himself and mm-hmm. he lives it through and through so he is a big influence on me but um I love it yeah some people think it's mad but I thrive off I thrive off the routine the challenge um and just always striving for progress you know um in training and and every area of life and I think competing and bodybuilding has had that uh, impact on a lot of people that like you know that discipline that same discipline you can transfer over into into everyday life so yeah yeah well it's always very interesting to hear about how people actually get into it because you know mine was just I had a notion in my head in January 2020 I was like oh I'm just gonna go on stage and little did I know what I was actually getting myself into because I'd done no research. I wasn't really aware of how big bodybuilding was. And particularly, like, obviously, like for my first show this year, like I went into fitness modeling, which again, I had to learn fitness modeling is completely different to bodybuilding. It's it's a completely different thing. And um, same with you. I love an absolute challenge. Competitive streak is definitely uh, runs in my veins. Um, and like that, don't worry. Like even like with your obviously your show last this year as well, um, I also cried um, when I came off stage and I didn't place at all. So, um, and again, it was my first show. Everyone's like, oh my God, was your first show? And I'm like, no, like 
I knew I was the best. Like, that's what I knew. I was like, I know it's not even the best version of myself. I knew I was the best version of myself, but I was also upset because I was like, like, now I was on stage with incredible competitors, but I thought maybe I was maybe a little better in some areas, but then, yeah. you know, the judges could be looking for different things. You never know. Like, you could have had the most amazing prep done everything to a T. Unfortunately, what happens on show day, that's, that's what matters. Unfortunately, it's that 30 seconds, four or five seconds that the judges are looking at you that's yeah. what matters it unfortunately everything goes out the window as well um yeah. the, the one of the things because obviously with this prep and I remember that first show because Alexa my sister for everyone wondering me and Alexa were glued to Instagram that day because we immediately saw you get the I think it was that that's the day you got the train back and like me and Alexa were like holy crap what happened what happened like we were because so, we were so engrossed into your journey as well as well as I think a lot of people as well because like I think with your journey particularly this year like there I, I can imagine you probably did receive a, a like a sufficient amount of like love and support because like you were so authentic this entire prep and it just it really just you did really show the true ins and outs but I didn't really show the ins and outs I didn't know what this would be like however like you had the experience 2019 that you were able to come into 2021 with showing like it's not going to be easy like you did like you know people think like oh I can't like work out because I'm in lockdown you worked out every single day possible when you did during lockdown you got the equipment you made it work you did um what, what oh my god what's you got what what's you call? <laughs> yes so like you you made it work and then when you moved to the UK and like you got into a new environment like you moved country you were still prioritized because again that just shows the discipline that you have um but yeah like with with the like obviously we'll, I want to touch upon the the whole like that prep and that like this whole prep that you had for this year but one of the questions I have just based on what you already talked about is obviously something similar to what I experienced in the whole like oh god like I never want to go on stage because like why would I want someone like judging myself and like people sometimes deem that as like you know damaging in yeah. terms of like a mental health perspective which I get but in terms of like let's say that side of things if you're to look at like the whole judging aspect and how that can affect like your physical mental health like you know do you feel like it's impacted on your self-love in some way yes and no I think definitely for my first prep I didn't know what I was getting myself in for mm-hmm. um I think when you're going into a competition prep you need to look at why ask yourself why it is mm-hmm. uh, is it just because you want to get lean or is it because you just want that extra challenge um, so first you need to look at why and then you also need to do your research into it um, and it was something that I looked heavily heavily into and even in going into my prep this year um, it was something that I was really really conscious of is how it is going to impact you know your mental health and also how you view your body how you your relationship with food um, and I learned a lot from my first prep uh, coming out of that you know I think a lot of people do suffer a little bit with with body image because you see yourself you know all you're doing is getting leaner and leaner and leaner and then you come out of a show and you gain a little bit of body fat and it's it's really really strange and you you don't look at yourself the same Mm -hmm. so I knew that was a thing and I had heard a lot of people but at the time like even two years ago it wasn't talked about that much Um, and that's why I think I think it's really really important that I can you know talk on this podcast talk on my YouTube and talk on Instagram about it because you know people need to understand what they're getting themselves in for and that it can very much impact your body image and if you are somebody who 
you know, potentially all might, you know, might already be, be suffering with it, then it, pro- it isn't a good idea. Um, I've, uh, before I, I went into comedian, I did have quite a good relationship with myself. I've always maintained, maintained quite a lean physique. Um, coming out of my first show, I did struggle a little bit, but it was like a couple of months and then I was kind of over the worst of it when I kind of battled with my thoughts and, 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 you know, writing them out on paper and realizing that it was just in my head, you know, the kind of way, and I wasn't fat, quote unquote. So I learned a lot from that first prep and going into this one this year, um, I had all of that in the back of my mind that, okay, I'm getting leaner and leaner and leaner, but this is not, this is not sustainable. This is not healthy. This is purely for competition. And this is like, this is the extremes you have to go to and it's not normal. Mm -hmm. And every day I'd wake up and yeah, I'd be lean and it'd be, it would be cool seeing abs or new lines here and there. But in the back of my head, all I knew was this is not grace. This is not sustainable. This is purely for competition. And I would tell myself that every single day. And I did consults with um, Paul from the Muscle Mentors to try and like just improve my mindset around how I was even viewing myself on prep. Because a lot of the time people are competing, they'll, they'll see themselves. And you know, like I said, they'll think that that's normal um, and what they're putting their body through. And because you're prepping for a long time, you know, it is a very, very long time. And seeing yourself lean that long, it becomes the norm. Um, and then you have the likes of social media, you're sharing things on social media and people are telling you how great you look and they're this or that you're inspiring. And you're like, wow, like that, what I'm doing is really, really great. And I've talked about it before. You get that kind of dopamine hit and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, I want to look like this all the time. And, um, you feel really, really rewarded. So I was kind of mentally my preparing myself for, for post-show and, um, yeah, I think a lot of people they, they don't get into competing, realizing that. Um, and they come out of their, their, their shows and they get back to a normal weight. They get back to the normal person that they are who walks around, you know, healthy body fat and, and, you know, people look at them as who they are and they think, you know, it might overwhelm them that they're gaining a couple of kilos. And I'm sure you felt the, the same as well. And it is, it's really, really difficult coming out of show. Um, but like I said, you, you need to kind of do your research and, and mentally prepare yourself as well. Um, and coming out of it, you know, making sure that you're surrounded by the right people, making sure that you have a really good coach who's going to look after you, not only on your prep, but, you know, when you finish prep, because that is that is the most crucial time. That's when you need their support. Um, and, you know, journaling and stuff like that. Um, there's loads of little tools that have helped me. But, um, you know, it, it's realizing that it is very necessary to gain to gain body fat post show. You need to get your health back. Um and yeah it's just not it's not a sustainable uh, route to go down so definitely coming into this this prep um my thoughts around my, my body have changed dramatically do you know um and I think the more you do it the more the easier it gets um and the more accepting you are of yourself and bodybuilding and training in general has made me accept my body way way more do you know bringing yourself through an off season where you're actively eating more food and you're gaining more body fat than even just the average person, you know, in order to build muscle, that is, that in itself is a challenge. And I think it's made me appreciate my body a lot. You know, I've been at my heaviest and I've been at my lowest mm-hmm. um, and I've loved myself at, at 70 kilos, you know, um, you know, it, it definitely takes, it definitely takes time to get there. And I can't say that for everybody, it's going to be the same because, you know, competing isn't for everybody and not everybody's going to have the same experience. But for me, I've gotten a, a lot better with, with accepting myself um, at 
both ends of the spectrum should you say do you know at the 50 the 57 kilo grace and the 71 kilo grace you know and they're both me one is just one extreme and then the other is just normal me who's living life and eating all the food and training really hard do you know and so I'm able to kind of separate that you know that kind of way that 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 the competition grace is not normal if that makes sense that's a bit of a long-winded one hopefully that makes sense yeah no no definitely doesn't and again a lot of stuff I can relate to I think you know it's it's important like I think and again I I have got messages like even though I've only done one show like I, I'm not do I call myself a competitor maybe but like I've got messages where people are like oh I'm gonna do a photo shoot and I'm like are you sure <laughs> like that's nearly my answer like or my question to them back and I'm like I see people who like have like these like big ideas and I suppose because I've done it and I've lived through it I'm like but are you sure? Like, I know I can do it because I've done it. And I know yeah. I can do it again because I've done that time. My my overall experience was good. And I know I'm going to be able to do it. When, whereas, like, if you've seen someone, it's kind of like, oh, like, I train like twice a week and I think I'm ready to do a show. And I'm like, you need to really think about your why. Like, why are you doing it? Because, and obviously the topic you brought up with social media, and we're definitely going to talk about that because that is a big, bloody influence on everything at the moment. Um, But again, like, you know, like, I've, you know, um, like, I'll always tell people, I'm like, are you doing this for you or are you doing it for the likes? Like you need to actually evaluate what is your why. Um, and again, like, you know, so it was like when it came to even like my competition, when it came to my why, it was simply just to challenge myself. I was like, I've never done this before. Like I want to go and see like what this process is. And, you know, like I worked hard. Like I definitely was, I didn't, I wasn't sure. I like, again, like I looked at like my whole first, you know, show, like starting from like, you know, going into my surplus into then, going starting into the actual deficit side of things like that was a whole learning thing I learned a lot about myself that I didn't know and again like I enjoyed that like I enjoyed you know maybe having the odd cry because again like that's just normal um but like obviously with your prep because you did three shows all together but I think were two of them planned or was the three I think that because the Alicante one was probably kind of like yeah yeah it was just the two um that were planned Yeah, yeah 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 And I suppose, like, the, again, that prep, even from, like, show one to show three, that was still long. There was still, like, so, like, mm. how many, like, weeks were kind of between show one and show three? Was it, like... So, like, the first show was in June, at the start of June, and my next one wasn't going to be until August. So, it was an eight-week gap. Um, and when you're, when you're, like, really low body, body fat, that is, that is extremely hard to sustain. As I said before, like you're not trying to sustain this level of condition for a long time. So eight weeks is a really long time for me. Um, and it was tough already getting to that point. You know, I was on I was on prep, I think, um, 19 weeks at that stage. Um, and then when I did it, I was like, no, I need to do one sooner. And then when I did the one four weeks later, I then did Alicante the following week. And I was like, that is it. I need to wrap it up. It needs to stop. Um, I can't I can't push till August. Um and you know it's yeah you just cannot stay at that at that at that level a long period of time it's not it's not good for you um at all but um yeah yeah and how like obviously now we're this today when we're recording this is the 13th of October so I'm not sure this will be the, the launch or where the launch day will be but in terms of like right now as we're sitting here having this chat compared to let's say the girl um on show day how much how much change have you experienced like I suppose like you know, in terms of like your ups and your downs, your learning curves, your, I suppose, like outcomes that you've kind of now are going to bring into your new prep when you compete again, you know, mm-hmm. I like, what have you learned from the, the, like this year in regards to prep? 
Um, I think the last few months have been absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, but I, I do realize that, you know, you need to have time in between shows. Um, and yeah, it's all well and good setting another goal, but you need to give your body time to get back to normal health. And I've been, the last few months have been really, really trying to do that. So, um, I took about a month off training to try and get my hormones all back. Um, as a competitor, you do lose your cycle. So I'm trying to get that back, um, and just get food into a really, really good place, get training back because recovery dips a little bit. So there is that kind of post-show recovery phase and um, my initial goals were start to start prep in January. Um, just like not a hope in hell. Had a call with my coach and uh, it's, yeah, we might be pushing it out a, a way later and it's it's really important that you're able to recognize that as a competitor and that you need that time. Or even if you're doing a photo shoot prep, that you need that time away. You need that time not being a competitor of, you know, socializing at the weekends, eating plenty of food and takeaways and um, not being so drilled into your routine. You need that. You need that normal life as well. So that when you do go to prep, that you're able to give it your all, do you know, that kind of way. And don't get me wrong. I still have my routine and I still train away, but, you know, it's nowhere like prep grace. And uh, I think for a lot of people, um, you know, the, the, the year that we experienced in lockdown was not as a productive one as we might all have liked, you know, if your goal was to build muscle and you weren't in gym it was very, very difficult. A lot of people's, you know, nutrition habits kind of went out the window. And, you know, I know myself, I kind of gained a lot of extra body fat because that I probably didn't need to gain because you were just kind of eating like shit kind of for the sake of it and weekends because that was the only thing to do really was to just get takeaways and it was kind of hard to move you know the evenings were dark and uh we all kind of lost touch with with um our girls in that sense so um it wasn't as productive as I'd have liked so really just kind of this next year is just about um potentially starting prep in the summer of next year um, and just taking these next few months to really build build food up um, and get my health into a really really good place uh, focus on my business because it's really important that you're able to focus on other things outside of just competing um, having other goals and stuff like that is really really important and I've um, you, you saw yesterday I set some goals into my uh, diary both for my business and life and uh, they did scare me because for a lot of time when you're on prep you're so invested in, in your prep and a lot of things unfortunately do get put on on the back burner um a lot of um you know time with family time with friends and uh, just socializing things like that and kind of get put to the side so really, really important um for me anybody coming out of um you know a really extreme diet that you're able to look at your goals reassess um and focus on other things outside of just the gym and training and all of that because there is like there is life outside of all this you know and I'm not I'm not that kind of competitor who is all you know, all prep all prep and I'm very much a normal human outside of it you know I'm and yeah I hope I get that across on social media because even I have clients come to me and they're like they're like oh I just I, I was afraid to approach you because of competing and I'm like I'm not like that at all you know I am just like you I'm a very very normal girl I'm just switched on for a little portion of the year do you know that kind of way for for yeah. outside of that I am you know the most normal average girl do you know I have my takeaways at the weekend of days where I don't track of days where I don't eat enough protein do you know a lot of like common things you know I'm not always on the ball 24 7 competitor you know I'm very very normal outside of that um so I do hope I try and get that across on social media as well um 
yeah like I think it's very important to like again understand it's, it's kind of like when you people think like oh well they're a competitor they're like a completely different breed to me and I'm like no like I probably like I have the same qualities as you do I have the same values probably as you do so again like I suppose like we don't want to like blanket us it's kind of like oh well they're like a bodybuilder and that's what they do and I'm like yeah that's what we do but it's not actually everything about us there is more layers underneath um mm. and I think that's definitely very important to the fact that like even you've acknowledged that maybe January isn't the time for you and I think it's like understanding that like you know like I suppose like when you go on stage once it's kind of like a drug you just need to go on again and again and again and like you know even like even watching like some of the best competitors like perform Olympia last year or sorry not last year last week um like that was something that I'm like again but like looking at them now obviously like for anyone that's interested or maybe not interested at all like last week was one probably the biggest weekends in terms of um bodybuilding in terms of the Mm um Mr uh Mr Olympia Miss Olympia and um like you've seen some of these competitors who were just after doing like back-to-back shows pretty much for the last like two months and but again like now watching your stories now that that show is over some of them are kind of still prepping some of them are kind of just mm. enjoying their life I think it's very important to know like even the biggest of people that you look up to in whatever sport that you're in like you know the biggest of let's say footballers if you're big into football or whatever like they all have a life like they have a family they do enjoy the takeaway so like I think we need to break this whole like oh because like you know like you know if I'm a professor I have to be x y and z as you said you're turned on for a portion of the year that's it yeah. but like it's 50 weeks in a year and I can yeah. prep depending on the person sometimes it could be you know 20 weeks it could be 12 weeks it really depends on what yeah. kind of like approach is going to be but again very much depending on the person yeah. I think it's, it's really nice that you've kind of like identified that yeah January isn't your time um to start prep again because you've you're now which is again talking about the, obviously the post show side of things post show I think and what I learned is was way more important than the actual prep because mm-hmm. post show um it's a lot of that whole like oh god as, as you've already mentioned the whole oh god like I'm you know up what like up 0.5 on the scales like what's going to happen like the same the world and then you think you need to start yourself and, like you have all these thoughts and all it's it's all just in your mind and you, again like your post show health is so so important both physical and mental um, and those need to be looked after so like if you like give yourself the time to do that instead of like again um it's just something to really um consider but um on the topic of social media because this is something that like has definitely been like on my mind a lot and it's that like obviously again was when people want to do a photo shoot when people want to do a competition it's like they see the glamour they see the bikinis they see the tan and all that jazz but, you know, obviously social media in itself has had a massive influence on the fitness industry, competitive, mm. competing or not. And I suppose, like, have you have you seen that this year? Have you had people come to you where it's like, oh, I'm doing this because all on social media and, you know, whatever. Like, how how have you found, like, as obviously as well, you are a coach and also a client of a coach as well. So, again, you see both spectrums of what perhaps your clients might be seeing, but also what you're consuming. And then you're kind of thinking, oh, God, like, is that right? Is it wrong? Like, how do you find the social media colliding with uh, the fitness industry? Oh, it's huge. <laughs> I think it's more so the last year, like you said. Um, when I when I, when I started competing, like there was, I didn't really consume as much um, as I do now. Obviously, um, there was a few competitors. I think like Lauren Lauren Simpson, I know, was like yeah. big influence on me and, and how she looked. I was like, wow, she's amazing. But that was WBFF. Um, and there was a few competitors I followed at home. But the last year, um, or maybe it's just because since moving over into the UK, it's much, much bigger than I think at home. 
there's yeah. a small community uh, in Ireland, but in the UK, it's it's massive. And awesome. um, so I've been consuming a lot of it now, and it seems like every single person is competing or doing a photo shoot, um, which is brilliant. You know, it's great, but um, at the same time. You, as I said before you kind of need to assess your why and look into why you're doing it and I think a photo shoot is a brilliant starting point and um I think that would that should be the first goal for anybody because it's not as extreme um but you're still kind of getting the same kind of experience um you're getting coached by someone and you're dropping your food and it's a lot more sustainable and if you feel after that like you're able to do that absolutely um and you know there's loads of people are doing photo shoots now which is absolutely brilliant and they're seeing it all over and Irish photographers are doing absolutely amazing um but yeah I think social media is a massive massive impact um YouTube as well like huge okay in YouTube like um competitors in the, in the states and stuff like that um were a massive influence on me I can't I can't like Amanda Bucci I don't know if you remember her um but competitors over there were a massive thing for me and and you're looking at what they're doing on their youtube and how they're prepping food and you're like i want to do that i want to do that i want to eat those foods i want to eat egg whites you know i want to make protein pancakes and you know you get that kind of you build that kind of lifestyle um and also then seeing people stepping on stage and and how they're looking yeah it is it's it's massive um recently definitely but um behind all all the glitz and the glamour like there's you know 20 23 weeks of grafting that needs to be done and it's all well and good you know look getting up on that stage and looking like an absolute princess or like the wbff people they're they're like victoria's secret models and it's like i know like, i wouldn't look like that you know even if you're not into like the, the mpc that side of things you look at all of these wbff models and you're like wow you know i want to be one of them but all of the feathers and everything it's, it's all very extravagant but um behind all that it's it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of discipline uh, for that period of time. It's a lot of sacrifice. Mm. Um, and like I said, it's, a, it's um, you know, a lot of people might not be suited to that and potentially a photo shoot would be a better option. Um, yeah. So I think it's a very, very good goal to have. You know, everybody's allowed to have, um, you know, the goal, the goal of dieting. And um, there's been loads of like messages going off recently that making people realize that it's okay to do all these things, you know? Mm. Um, but uh yeah okay that makes did i answer the question yes uh, but also so that you definitely yeah. talked about the positive side of the social media but what about the negative like do you find yeah. that people are seeing the negative or do you think people are being because like again i like when i look at last weekend and i'm like looking at like you know Laura Lee champ and you look for Je um jennifer you look at um Lisa, like yeah. you're looking at these people and you're like holy crap this is just insane but then like you see a bit of their prep but you don't know how bloody crap they're feeling as well like so like in terms of like you know are do you think people need to be really like, I've, like i know a lot of people always say it's like take what you see on social media as a pinch of salt mm. but do you think it can sometimes have indirectly a negative yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well? i think like any industry like people you know we, we we learn about with the influencers and stuff everybody's always going to show the best bits yeah um and i think that is the biggest downfall with not just the kind of influencer industry but like with competitors is that a lot of people don't show the struggles they don't show the health issues that my wife was dealing with and that's why when i was prepping i really really wanted to to show people you know what you have to go through and how terrible you can feel but these pros at the top of their game like they're not they're not showing a lot of that and a, a lot of it might come down to they don't want to look weak or 
whatever um or even just you know people that I might have competed with or I'm not saying everybody but a lot of people don't show the, the, the struggles that they're facing afterwards like mm-hmm. you said probably the hardest time I am um, so I think that is the problem and that's not to say everybody needs to be open and honest do you know because a lot of people might want to keep things to themselves and that's perfectly okay but for, for myself especially when you're having such a big influence on other people and the decisions they might make with competing you need to show you need to show the true side of it um mm-hmm. because I know the impact that I have on people other people might not and they might not care but I know that you know even people listening to this are going to are going to be influenced by what I say people on Instagram people on YouTube and I need to be open and honest about my journey so they can get a clear indication of it and that's that's just where my values lie um not everybody is the same not everybody wants to share the the, the struggles as I said they might they might feel like they're they look weak and I've definitely had moments where I'm like oh I don't want to I don't want to share that I'm having um you know issues with my body because I don't want to look weak or I don't want to share that I'm struggling with tracking because I don't want to look like a bad relationship with food and even telling my coach I'm like you know you can be afraid sometimes to say things because you don't want to look like you're weak in any sense or that you're struggling um so I really really try and get across you know how I've been feeling even this prep has been huge like Mm -hmm. and sharing that I'm not only I'm helping other people but I'm helping myself you know I wouldn't feel comfortable if I just prepped and I didn't share share the lows because you're sharing all of these highs and it's only right that you share the lows as well and I think that goes for any industry fitness beauty whatever it is and because you have such a massive massive impact on people and the decisions that they're going to make so you need to be you need to be honest about it you need to be transparent you know so I really try to be myself and show that side of things and whether you know bodybuilders in the industry are looking at me like oh look at her she's weak she can't do this she can't do that or whatever I don't care you know because you, I know the impact I'm having on other people and if not saying I'm, I'm trying to save people from competing but I want to inform people as much as possible so they're making the best decisions for them um so yeah that that's kind of my take on it but um you know as I said not everybody is, is going to be open and honest about their journey and that's okay but yeah. that's where my is lie I guess you know no again like as I said like you know I was engrossed into your journey because like we were like people were watching you and you were so ridiculously lean and like as we as we've said before we'll say it again it's not sustainable but like because I was in my prep at that time as well like I knew a, a small percentage of what you were feeling I because again I was doing probably similar-ish things to you but again like you might have been going through a tougher time you might have gone through an easier time than me again your journey is completely different to mine but slowly wrap things up because like everything you said like spot on and I 100% agree with you as well like being transparent as possible but obviously like we if we look again look at 2021 there's been so much change in your life um you know ups and downs as naturally as would and I suppose like if you look at like you know this time last year like where you were in your life or even like looking at January like you know you've been through so many challenges and let's say if you look back at who you were in January you probably weren't even aware of what was going to what 2021 was going to bring to you because again you can't like predict when challenges are going to happen shit just happens like excuse my French but shit just happens and it it, it, it did happen to happen to you in so many different ways but suppose but what would you tell like your January 2021 self or your October 2020 self right now if considering all the challenges and incredible like I want to obviously I don't want to dwell on it about the challenges but like they were good challenges because as you yeah. identify challenges are growth and it's been exciting and like looking at the, the amazing human being you are in this moment like what advice would you give to your past self as I said like your January 2021 um grace or October 2020 grace 
That's a good one. That's a good question. I actually have therapy later and I'm gonna, he's probably gonna ask me the same thing. So I think it's really good to think about these things. Um in January, I was in a different, it was a different headspace. I knew I was competing, but I think the biggest piece of advice I would give to myself is like you need to accept the lows with the highs. And there was a lot of highs this prep. Um, do you know, and, and stepping on stage and stuff like that. There was an amazing moment going to Alicante, but do you know, you need to also accept the lows as well and understand that. You know, it's not, you're not going to be high all the time. You're not going to be like, you know, always on the ball and that there are going to be days when you're struggling. And, you know, I think 2021 has been a massive year for everybody coming out of lockdown and, you know, just changing our lives completely um, and getting back to normal. And yeah, moving over to Manchester has been the biggest thing for me. Um, so I guess, you know, yeah, I, I guess just kind of accepting that there are going to be really, really hard days as well. Um because even so even writing in my in my diary sometimes journaling like do I talk about all the times that I was happy and like what I want to do be happy but I also need to understand that it's okay to also feel down it's okay to have a challenge as well um and for things to not be like even yesterday when I messaged you about my my marketing on social media I was getting so stressed with that and I I look at that as sometimes being a problem but that's a good challenge do you know that's a good thing to feel stressed about um you know my business and stuff like that and it's going to force you to grow so you know definitely um telling myself this year that you know it's it's okay to have these challenges and it's okay to not be where you want to be yet and you know it's it's, it's going to force you to grow and I've grown so much this last year you know and like yourself I think um everything that was thrown at us with, with, with COVID and stuff like that it's forced you into into place like it really outside of your comfort zone you know so um yeah but uh, again like I would I would even ask myself like this time next year or like I wrote down my goals where I want to be next year and that scares me again do you know so it's always looking about the next step and accepting those challenges mm-hmm. um and yeah that makes sense. Like, yeah <laughs> and the final question I always like to ask people is because obviously a lot of the people I get on are particularly obviously in the same industry as me but I suppose like, again, because of social media, people think like, all I do, all you do is coach and all you do is compete. But besides being an online coach, besides being a competitor, let's put those aside. Like, who is Grace? Like, what does she enjoy doing? Her hobbies and what she interested in? Like, you know, because again, like you are a human being underneath all that. So I suppose like, what are your other interests? Like people, what, what people may not know, because obviously, unfortunately, so I, was, I would say like, are you a Lord of the Rings fan now? Because you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> how you've been going out this long and you've only started watching, <laughs> I don't know how he's been in relationship. <laughs> I honestly don't know. But um, yeah, like what, what are the, pe- what are the other things that interest you or keep you happy or bring you joy in life? There's a few things like obviously like training is a big part of my life and um, but outside of that like I, I'm a massive foodie as well um so I love my food I'm always going out like I've nearly experienced every single brunch place in Manchester at this stage so every single coffee shop every single and I have like a list that I like have saved since I moved here and I'm like trying to tick them off my list so I'm a massive massive foodie um as well which is great for the off-season gains as well so um I'm a massive foodie and I love cooking my own food so um you know I'm not that kind of meal plan person I'm definitely if it's your macro so I love experimenting with new recipes I'm not perfect you know but um yeah I like kind of baking stuff like that 
food um and yeah just spending time with friends and family like my my family I miss them terribly being over here but when I am back at home with them you know I appreciate it so much more so I'm very very close with my brothers and my sisters so doing things with them um and then obviously Ross my boyfriend just like watching Lord of the Rings you know I'm not I'm not I don't watch a lot of tv but I do like to kind of switch off in the evenings it's really really important for me that I can kind of take that step back um from from training and from work because you know yourself like when you're working in the industry and you're training it's it's very overwhelming and you need to like you said find that part of you again and it's something that I'm still learning you know I'm still learning coming out of show finding that that grace again um because before I got into this like into into the gym and stuff I was very much a a weekend drinker as well so um you know allowing nights out as well as they come um you know every so often and stuff like that and chilling out with friends and the the late nights you know I might go to bed at like 10 p.m now but I do love an, a late night I love my dance and I love my festivals um stuff like that so I'm very very uh normal outside of competing and stuff so yeah that's that's is there anything else I can think of Lord of the Rings was a big one I'm a massive Lord of the Rings fan now I have a teddy and Ross has his sword upstairs. So like the, the house we just moved into is basically like a Lord of the Rings house. And uh, yeah, the, the next list is probably to go to, to New Zealand to uh, to where Lord of the Rings was uh, filmed. So yeah, on the list. But uh, yeah. Oh, unreal. Well, New Zealand is absolutely amazing. I was only there once in January 2020 when I was over living in Australia. Oh, really? It was I think it was like a three, three or four hour flight from where was I living? Yeah. it's about three or four hours from Sydney so it yeah. is a little bit far but like Auckland or but I was I went I went to Auckland I'm not sure okay. where I, I can't remember what part of New Zealand uh that it was all filmed and stuff like that but like it's just an incredible bucket list I think uh yeah traveling is huge for me as well um mm-hmm. I went to Asia for for uh two and a half months that was just bloody unreal do you know I was completely not fitness then <laughs> I came back I was rolling in pad thighs like I was a pad thigh when I came back from Asia <laughs> I was eating so many um so Ross and I are dying to get back traveling again now that um now that we can kind of like yourself you know yeah. we just want to with our jobs it's it's um it's very doable now so you know traveling is a, is a huge thing um for both of us so hopefully get to Australia and uh Marbella maybe even yes yes yeah. so, I'm, ex- I'm so excited to be here like the sun is actually coming up a little bit more but like I like I like for anyone that was just well, if you were following anybody in the industry this year, you will know that, <laughs> like, the hotspot of Irish fitness coaches and influencers. So like, like if you, I I simply want to come out here because I wanted to train here. I was like, I need to see what these gyms are like because everyone talks about them. And I'm like, right, let's just see what all the fuss is about. So I'm excited. A uh, little bit nervous. Well, it's, so good. it's so good to immerse yourself in in that environment. And um, moving to Manchester was like that for me. It was like just being surrounded by these people is very very inspiring. Um, and yeah, I think you need to surround yourself with, with those kind of people, and it um, it'll be great for you. You know, being over there. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah no, it's excited. But Grace, I have absolutely loved this conversation. We've talked about so, so many things. I think, yeah, I think this is just a really good episode. And I hope everyone enjoyed it. Did you enjoy it? I did. Thank you. It's like a little therapy session, isn't it? I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you. I was like, it'll just free flow, it'll chat. 
But um, Grace, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me on today's podcast. And guys, if you liked this episode, please do let me know. Um, I will leave uh, Grace's information, so um, her Instagram handle in the show notes. Um, so if you do want to follow her, if you were not already doing so. Um, and yeah, if you guys like the episode, please do share your stories. Let me know um, any feedback at all. I'd be uh, very, very grateful. And likewise, um, let Grace know as well. So, and I'll see you all in the next episode.